Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta, and I'm still battling this damn cold. You know, I was, I was able to muster up a voice last week when I chatted with Templeton Elliott, and I didn't lose my voice, everything was fine, I wasn't coughing all over the place, but I'm still battling it. It's been, what, since two days before Christmas. It sucks. So, anyway, but go back and listen last week if you haven't done so yet. Shout out to Templeton great chat you guys seriously if you ever want to find out as he said find out what his deal is go check it out you might learn something new might it might change your point of view of him too you know we covered a pretty wide range of topics so but it's great chat indeed but yeah enough with this lingering sinus and cough issues i'm done with it okay Okay, next week hopefully i'm fine i won't be complaining about it and we'll be moving on but i guess there's no easy way to segue into this going to get straight to the point but the big c has officially entered the beta household actually scratch that let me replace it with little c because this damn thing isn't welcome too long okay you hear me that's right my wife found out this week that she has you know breast cancer and let me just say that she's she's already kicking its ass you know and like I said, this little C, quote unquote, doesn't stand a Neem's chance. Not a damn chance in this household. Go away. You've already stayed way past your, you know, you're welcome. You weren't even welcome to begin with, punk. But she's already gone through like so many tests, scans, an MRI, doctor's appointments. She's reading a bunch. She's got a great resource here. Lots of friends, unfortunately, and family have been through this. And I'm so proud of her courage. And it's only been a week. Only one week. You know, and I tell you this because I would love it if you could just, you know, send some positive thoughts her way. You know, some positive thoughts, vibes, prayers, whatever you do, just send it her way, please. You know, because we've got this. She's got this. And I thank you in advance, and as usual, F cancer. Well, I guess we should just keep it on the the negative, quote-unquote, for a few more moments. You know, and every once in a while, a story or topic will come up that, you know, could potentially or totally derail your, like, original plan. And and one that is groundbreaking, so groundbreaking that I had to chime in about it. And that's this week. I had to talk about it. I felt... You know, when I saw the words, you know, R.I.P. Madness Skateboards on Twitter, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, OK. I mean, for one, I was glad I saw those words because it had me exiting the app and heading towards, to, you know, to Instagram for more details. And upon further review and hearing from the man himself, Bill Weiss, he was told after 19 years, he's no longer an employee at Dwindle Distribution. And that's 19 years. That's a long time. Longest job I had was six. And even then, back then, now I think about it, just to think about how long that was, that was a long time. But 19? That's a huge chunk of, of, of an individual's life, you know? Sometimes it's half your life, depending on how old you are, you know? Imagine spending more than half your life at a job only to be let go, you know, out of nowhere. And now keep in mind, I and we, we're coming at this with little to no background of this, okay? I want to preface it with that. You know, we only heard from Bill and what he had to say and how it was all going down, which he handled with class, by the way. And I'll chime in with more of that a little bit. But we have to keep that in mind, okay? This is just one side of the story. 
and there's no other information as to why or like why now, you know, if something happened, you know, leading up to this, you know, I'm sure he wasn't on some like some PIP or something or, you know, Bill, Bill was the face of madness, you know, which isn't much left of a team, which I too will chime in more on that in a little bit too. There's not much left of it now, but let's start with like what we do know. Okay, so back in 2019, Bravo Sports, a portfolio company for Transom Capital Group, acquired Dwindle Distribution. Okay, so Bravo Sports, you know, they're noted as being, this is straight from their website, we don't sell sports equipment, we live and breathe the Southern California lifestyle that helps bring our brands to life, end quote. So that's Bravo Sports, who now own like all of you know dwindle brands like you know almost enjoy tensor trucks dark star new deal andale bearings blind and of course madness skateboards you know which was bill's bill's baby you know bill and bod boils you know they created that brand or at least it you know it, it isn't anymore because like i said bill weiss the main man behind the brand literal like blood sweat and more sweat and more sweat put all the stuff that he put into it over the years for that brand Bill, Bill also helped rebuild Blind and basically like prop them back up from the dead, right? So he has he takes credit for that. He's got the experience to do this. And all that ended with what well, he said, a simple phone call. Not in person, not even a Zoom call. Because um, that's what I'm assuming. He said phone call. So I'm assuming that's not a Zoom call, right? Because he would have said Zoom call or you know, a teleconference or whatever. A phone call. That's kind of dirty, right? But not surprising at all. You know, because when it comes down to companies like um, like Transom Capital Group, there's no such thing as like job security, right? Or being grandfathered in. In fact, like with acquisitions like that, that that happen with that, they they see it as like the total opposite. So you have to remember that Transom Capital Group is all about making money. Okay, making an investment. And making a return on that investment. That's their plan. That's what they do. That's all they're about. When companies like this come in and acquire and gobble up companies like this. You know? TCG is a leading operationally focused private equity firm that invests in companies in the lower middle market. This is taken straight from their website. And more on that too. They were founded in 2008 based in Los Angeles. Transom has a proven track record of driving returns. Key point there. Key word. Returns. Our operating thesis is that we can best support our portfolio companies by leveraging our team of experts, all of whom possess real-world experience and leadership roles in types of businesses we aim to transform. Another keyword. We draw on this experience to form a collaborative partnerships with management teams and realize shared desire to turn potential into tangible, another keyword coming up, value. So returns, transform, and value. Those three keywords straight from their website. You know, so that's what they're all about. Or actually, another one too. Or one of their four unique ways of doing what is that via their investment criteria, which is, quote, we consider each investment opportunity in terms of value creation potential and fit to our investment criteria. Also taken from their website. I know that's a mouthful, but long story, short-ish, they are seeking to get the same thing from Dwindle Distribution, right? They're looking to get that value creation they're looking to get that value creation not pat themselves on the backs they're looking to create a very attractive bargain for a potential buyer 
and not just dwindle, but most likely, you know, obviously the whole umbrella. I would say the whole Bravo Sports umbrella. That's the probably their main goal. Acquire, build, sell, boom, repeat. So with all that being said, the timing of this ter- termination, of course, is very interesting. You know, are they, you know, TCG possibly looking to sell soon? You know, I'm, and I'm also curious why this move took so long. You know, not that Bill deserved it. Keep that in mind. But, you know, like he was instantly on their radar after that acquisition. Right. Well, you all know that. Right. I mean, they don't care of who you are or what you do. And they I mean, like companies like this. They most likely acquired them. They pulled out a list of all the employees, literally their salaries and plan cuts right away without even looking at names. Who makes this salary? Boom. We're going to chop them. Done. Can we get someone else that's younger, maybe you know, fresh out of college? Can we get an intern to do that job? Slot, you know, slash, slash. Without a doubt, that's what happened. They probably didn't see Bill's name at first. But as I said, I, I can only assume that with COVID and, and, the, and et cetera, the, the, the timing would have actually been worse to fire him. You know? you know, was someone from his crew able to stall this move? You know, I'm just speculating. You know, I'm just curious as to the timing of why now, 2023, right? And I wonder who did it too. You know, was it someone from the Dwindle team or Bravo Sports? Was it more than one? Was it just one person? Was it his direct boss? I mean, not that it really matters to us or it's any of our business, but I'm just curious, you know. I mean, either way, like the way they did it was downright dirty. They did Bill wrong. And it's already backfiring on them. I mean, first off, let me play the clip from Bill himself. Let me let me see if I can fire it up. Give me one second. Let me see if I can fire it up here and we'll listen to it and then I'll react after. Hey everyone, how are you? My name is Bill Weiss. Um, I think most of you know me from Blind Skateboards or Madness Skateboards, but I've been with Dwindle Distribution for 19 years and I just got a phone call uh, letting me know I've been fired. Um, I wanted to start by saying thank you to all the amazing people I've had the opportunity to work with at Dwindle over the years. Um, I can't thank you enough and it's been an absolute honor. Um, to my team riders, I'm devastated. But at the same time, being part of your journey has been the funnest part of any time I've had in skateboarding, and I can't wait to see what you do next. Sorry, I had to play the audio from my phone, but did you hear that? That right there is when I knew that uh, why you know, half the team jumped ship with him. That right there, that very comment. That's, right, that's why he gets so much respect from his riders. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to battle with a boss like that? Here's, more of, here's the rest of it. Um, as far as myself... I don't know right now. I honestly don't. But hopefully we can stay in touch. Who knows? Some of us might be able to work together again. But other than that, I'm looking forward to doing something new. So I'll keep everyone posted. Thank you. So there you have it. That's straight from Bill. Straight from Bill himself. You know, and it was so awesome to see like Clay's post. You know, Alex, you know, join them. Trey's gone. Jeff's gone. And I haven't seen, I haven't checked uh, the Madness IG account before I jumped on the mic, but. Yeah, you know they were busy like updating their roster all day long. Like, damn, who else is gone? I mean, these skaters are like ride or die with Bill. And that says so much about him. And they did it all on their own, right? I mean, when you watch this, you know, it's one thing to hear it. But go to his IG page. I'm talking about Bill's, that is. When you watch him explaining what happened here, there's no like cryptic message going on. No like secret bird call or like hand, no, no wink wink or awkward pauses. That was straight from the heart and the reason why everyone joined him in solidarity. Right then and there. They're like, oh, oh, hell no. Bill's gone. I'm out. You know, Bill would have to be like, caw-caw, caw-caw. Or, hey, hey, guys, um, I, I only hope for the best for you guys. And long pause, wink, wink. You know, no. You know, it, 
Thing is, too, this was so convincing, I almost, like, gave notice at my job today. It had me so pumped up and everything, I was just rooting for him big time, you know? It's like I got hypnotized or something, something a moment earlier. But with all that being said, I mean, there's some hope and optimism, you know, on the horizon, I know for sure, only because I know for a fact that Bill will land on his feet. He's got the experience. He's going to go on to do something even bigger and better, you know, outside of the, quote, private equity route. You know, once once the dust settles, I know Bill will be fine. OK, I wanted to point that out because for one, he's got so many fans, supporters and connections that that will make it all happen too. just, you know, reading some of the comments on his post was amazing. All walks from skateboarding is like you know, the, the OGs to the noobs, all of them. He's got such a huge support group rooting for him. You know, I'm rooting for you as well. So all the best to you, of course, you know. But in the meantime, though, don't beat yourself up too much, you know. As painful as it was to to say and hear this, you know, you kind of have to forgive Bravo Sports for what they did to you. And I'm talking to Bill, of course. You know, hell, I know for a fact that he'll probably be thanking them for this many years down the road. It's going to be like, oh, you know what? It sucked. I had to leave this brand that I made, all my boys, my homies. But look at what I have now. <laughs> you know, look at us. Look at us, you know. All we know is that it's their loss, right? Their loss. So I'm excited to see what's next. But I guess let this be a lesson to, you know, skateboarding, you know, and, and that these types of you know things happen when big businesses and, like, investment firms kind of, you know, dip their toes into our industry um i mean for us you know it's all about the love right because for them it's bottom line it's money it's money 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 return on investment they have you know shareholders you know they need to pay people back they got investors all that so i mean will this be the last time something like this happens probably not you know it's gonna happen again it's gonna happen again down the road but you know and even if you aren't in the skateboarding industry let me just say that i've been part of like these kind of mergers and acquisitions and if your company is ever gobbled up in one of them, let me just say you'd better get your resume up to date just in case because no one is safe. Trust me. I had it, it happened to be but about five years ago, company I was at got a you know private, we went you know, went, we were public, went private, got gobbled up by a private firm. They were just slashing left to right. One of my buddies who had been there for I don't know, 15 years, boom. Didn't even care how great he was, what he'd contributed to the company. He was gone. I, mean, I remember him just walking out going, Rick, I got fired. I'm like, what? So no one is safe in these kind of acquisitions. So just keep that in mind. I'm not using that to to put fear in you. Like if, say, if your company this year's in the middle of one, just be just be very cautious. You're, you are not guaranteed. And this is from the top down, CEOs and everyone. Everyone just, just is on edge when these things happen, and it sucks. But what are your thoughts on this whole thing? You think uh, madness is completely done? Are they done? I mean, is it? I, honestly, I don't know. Are they done? I should have checked before I got on the mic, but <laughs> who's left? <laughs> Everyone's looking around like, oh, oh man, this is going to get awkward. But as it should, you know, but it was so cool to see that. That's why I had to point it out. Like, you know, one is, of course, Bill's message. But when all the other team riders started giving the peace sign as well, I was like almost crying. It's like one of those movie moments where, like, you know what? You're right. I'm going, I, I'm out of here too. And then the other could look at each other. You know what? Me too. And they just, everyone just like, boom, we're out of here. We're out of here. You know, and next thing you know, these, these suits are looking at each other like, well, well now what? How are we going to sell boards now? So I'll be curious to see what is on the horizon for everyone that was involved in this whole uh, debacle is the best way to say it. 
Next up, Walker Ryan, who just happens to be on the latest Mostly Skateboarding podcast episode that just dropped today. I can't wait to check that out after I'm done editing this show. I'll check it out later. But he released a fire part that I just literally had to break down. I, I, I mean, I'm going all like Cisco and Ebert on this one. I'm going deep, deep. And he also released another novel, which you know I'll check out as well. But I, I do have to say I'm more of a nonfiction reader when I do get the time to read or the energy to read. But I'm always down to support the cause. You know, I'm hearing a lot of good things about it. And I'll check out his book as well. But here are some notes that I took along the way. And like I said, I'm going deep. So if you haven't seen this video yet, click on the link below and come back. It's only, what, eight minutes or so of your time. Trust me, you, you will want to check it out right now. So right away, we get to see the first of many quote-unquote textures of the film. You know, we saw feet stepping on a cardboard. I guess it's a, a cardboard doormat. I don't know how effective that would be for a business. And what are you, you keeping dust out? You keeping bugs out? I mean, does that work? But hey, whatever works for you anyway. So we got to see that. And I liked the the sort of reflection shot. I, this is where I wrote in my notes because I wanted to point out it was from the mirror. It was very cool. It was, you know, I saw two sets of feet entering the business establishment. It was very cool, very cinematic. So I, you know, I had to point that out, you know, and then we got to see the, the two patrons, you know, walking around the shop. There were like creepy faces everywhere. And I don't know, I don't want to say they're too creepy, but it did look like you had to buy them in sets. You know, there was one male, which had like a weird beard on a lot of them and then one female. And, you know, but then the point is they, the, these two patrons, they stumble upon a video camera that was, you know, left behind. And that's when the real story begins. I love how they didn't even hesitate to flip open that camera to see what was on. It was like, oh, you know, that, and that's brave. You know, I don't think I'd want to do that. You know, what if there's like a ton of like disturbing, you know, NSFW content on there? And then all the people think it's your video camera. And, and then you're having to try and like explain it. You, you, no, 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 I found it. It's not mine. It's, it's look, look, it's not me. Look, look at the clips. And then the, you, meanwhile, the police are coming after you and you're talking, you have to talk to them, tell them your side of the story. I mean, basically what I'm saying, it could have gone much worse for these two women, but just saying. But luckily, what they saw were clips from our main character, Walker Ryan, parentheses 34. You know, one of the women, a.k.a. Walker's real-life wife, presses play on this, which is the switch tray flip at the New York uh, courthouse. You know, she even dropped a line. <laughs> yes. Is that switch? I was like, what? Hell yeah. I mean, per perhaps this is giving us a hint as to what's to come, okay? Or possibly a through line of the story. But what's most impressive is that in this film, it's suggesting that there indeed will be a world where most humans will know the difference between regular and switch. Yes! I'm going to go on record and state that I bet she even knows that Mongo pushing is bad for your health. You know? Hell yeah, I should get her to like, intro my show and say that you know manga pushing is bad for your health that was so awesome but however just as fast as i was getting into this video i was almost ready to pull the ripcord and bail you know that's right that's right i'm not sure whose idea this was to take a jab at at our fellow rollerbladers and that's right yeah i said our capital o-u-r rollerbladers you think you can just come on here sneaking in a, a dig at rollerbladers you know post the greatest collab video of all time and not get called out? Did you not see Alan Gelfin High? We are cool with ro rollerbladers now. It's like straight up the speech from, from Rocky IV. If, if I can change, 
and you can change. We all can change. We're there now. Sorry, I just had to get off, you know, to get that off my chest. You know, and I assume your wife, you know, she's just she's an amazing human and she was simply saying stay, you know, saying her lines. But rollerbladers are not silly, okay? They're awesome. And I'm sure they would like an apology. You know, actually, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for one right now. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I did like the movie inside of a movie idea, though. It's very, like, it's very meta, right? You know, filming a skate park in the middle of, you know, a skate park. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, that's that's cool. I dig it. I'm, I'm here for it. But moments later, though, they got things officially going with an opening image and title card, of course, textures, over some textured surfaces, you know, which is the title of the film. Then Walker wasted no time and got rolling, literally. And for this one, I think you should have to watch it at least three times, preferably in a row or at least over like a couple days. You know, it's not that much of your time. You know, watch it once to see the six skating, okay, which I'll talk a little bit more about soon. And watch it again and pay attention to all of the various textured services, you know. And sometimes they give you little hints and, and they show you the, uh, the actual textures before the trick. Sometimes after, they'll really highlight them for, you know, whatever terrain he was riding. They'll, they'll show you, which is kind of cool. So pay attention to those. It's a, it was a very well thought out premise, okay. And then watch it one final time and just take in the sounds of the wheels rolling over, you know, said textures. Because as much as I did enjoy the music for this one... I did find out that after like the third viewing, I wanted to just hear how, you know, it all sounded naturally, you know, so different kinds of cement and, and brick and tiles, you know, etc. But this is one I hope that they do release a rough cut for. I'm like pretty pleased, you know, Walker and team. Maybe give your wife back that, you know, that video camera she found and you like use that footage. Yeah, I want to see that. No, no music. I want to see all that stuff and hear that stuff mainly. But yeah, post-title credits, you know, Walker was off and running. You know, I love the run-up to that melon off that ledge. It's kind of like that little curved ledge that had a little, little launch at it. You know, but the, the grab, the tweak, the landing, the sound of the wheels rolling over those textures. Crank it up. Crank it up. It's a nice way to start it off. And there are so many tricks that I could have, I could have literally listed all of them in my notes. Every trick he did was just fire. Straight fire. But for some reason, I was so fixated on all the switch ones when I started writing my notes. I was just like, oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. I mean, the dude is wickedly talented at switch maneuvers. So ridiculous. And how about that huge switch back three down that big set at two minutes and three seconds in? Damn. Damn. His feet kind of came off the board a little bit. He still made it all work and rolled away, you know? Seconds later, he busted out a switch big flip down another big set <laughs> at this point i'm like what the hell dude what the hell man how about a switch impossible to manual how about doing that yeah he did one at pier 7 228 how that thing was wrapped wrapped i mean is that the key to switch impossibles is just because he has i always used to have my um when i used to do impossibles i used to have just regular not switch i used to have my foot towards the the nose like way up front way up top but he had his more towards like the middle of the board so i guess that's to get more pop is what i'm guessing or is that the key to the wrap for the switch one it's crazy but front foot is the middle of the board it worked for him switch impossible to manual pier seven 
Switch Impossible, no slide, 252. This is when I started to laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're only two minutes into this video, and he's already doing us like that. 252. Here's another one I wrote down. Three minutes, 24 seconds. Huge switch back, big spin. Double set. Yeah, he did that. Oh, and the switch impossible over the handrail. Four minutes and 45 seconds in. See, it was at this moment I knew that he was just like showing off. You know, he he's just letting us all know that his switch impossibles are the best in the game right now, and there's nothing we can do about it. That it was at that point. You know, I, I let me think. No, I don't I didn't throw anything. Probably thought about it though. And then we have a switch backflip heard around the world, right around five minutes and five seconds in at that love gap. That was ridiculous. So uncalled for. You got to pause it. Pause it a second later at 5.06. Just take that all, all that in. Just look at the, like the environment, the, 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 the distance that he has to travel, the scenery. Look at the way he's looking down at the board, his body positioning. Take all that in. Look at that. Look at that. I'm almost losing my voice here. My brain can't even comprehend how difficult that trick is at that spot. So ridiculous. All I have to say is save some switch tricks for the rest of us, Walker. Jeez. You can't have them all. All the switch tricks. Can't have them all. It's not fair. But all leading up to his ender, though, of course. Good thing his ender wasn't switch, right? But it blew my mind. How does one get that good? How does a skater get that good? To be able to do that trick like that? Is it like 10,000 hours of practice, as they always talk about? I know he's been working on that trick for a long time. Is it pure skill? I mean, is it luck? Is it a little bit of both? I don't even think I'd be able to bail out of an attempt like that. <laughs> Not even down a curb. I don't think I've ever tried one of those down a curb. And I don't want to. No, because I would probably, what I would do, yeah, I would probably, the board wouldn't even flip. I would, my feet would be off the board. It would only spin 180. I'd land on the board 180. I would, the board would slip out from underneath me and I'd probably bail. Yeah, it, yeah, pretty much that would be how, how it would end. But like I said, these were all just switch tricks for the most part, except for his ender. That, I, I could have listed every single one of them. Oh, it was cool is that moments later, though, after his, his, his uh, ender, he went and fell into some water. Giving us a hint of maybe what's next to come, right? You, you, you get what I'm saying? Hear me out, hear me out. Hopefully he comes out with another video soon, and it's titled Liquids. And maybe he'll just do like, a bunch of insane switch tricks into water or over water or around water or like waters in the background or maybe I'm just like overthinking it because I just watched uh, you know Avatar 2 recently but I thought about them like dude hey that's a good idea he's in water they showed a couple times of water you know post ender you know just just saying just saying but remember when I uh <laughs> I feel like Chris Farley R remember when we uh we talked about how skaters want to uh, how I wanted skaters to front load their, their content in 2023. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. No, but seriously, remember when I talked about, you know, wanting skaters to front load the year for, you know, that acronym, you know, get some clips for that acronym? Well, Walker Ryan just added his textures, you know, quote unquote, sponsor me video to that mix. It's that good. And it's my favorite of the year. It was the, it's January 15th. It's my favorite video of the year so far. Straight up killed it. And can we get this guy a board sponsor this year? 
2023 goals. Actually, I'm sorry. Hashtag 20. Do we even still use hashtags in 2023? Hashtag 2023 goals. <coughs> cough, cough. Jerry Sue. I'm, dude, I'm straight up deadpanning at you right now, dude. I'm looking right at you. I bet he'd be a perfect fit on sci fi fantasy. I don't know. Talk about a match made in heaven. <laughs> I have both of my hands up right now. I'm like, dude. I'm not even going to pat myself on the back, but you are welcome. Brain explode emoji, right? Walker Ryan on sci-fi fantasy? I don't know. That's got a nice ring to it. But anyway. But yeah, great job on this, Walker. And actually, I have to point out, too, I've been trying to get better at this. Great job to the director and editor, Patrick Wal... Is it Walner? Yeah, Patrick, Patrick Walner. Patrick, bravo, dude. And also, great job to your wife, Whitney, on her cameo, Walker. Yeah, she nailed it. Nailed it. She even did some filming as well. Oh, 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 wait. Oh, shoot. I'm so glad I checked my notes as well one last time. Be sure to watch the entire video, okay, all the way through. Okay, all the way through because my favorite moment was at about 7 minutes and 53 seconds in. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. When, when he spit out the words, can you stop? To that dude or tourist or possible local. <laughs> that was so hilarious. I mean, frustrating at the time for Walker, I know. But hilarious for us consumers, right? I need more of that moment. What What's the backstory on that? That was not what I was expecting to see. I thought maybe it was some dude like dancing or kind of doing some crazy thing. You know, very distracting. It kind of reminded me of the scene, you know, in Back to the Future when, when Marty is, you know, he finally sees his dad. He's in the, he's in the, um, the diner. He's staring at his dad, and you could tell that, you know, he's just finally catching on. He's like, he just gets annoyed and turns to him. He's like, what, what? <laughs> that was so fun. I'm so glad you kept that in there, Patrick. But I want more though. I want to know what's, what's the backstory? Is that, is that being too greedy on my part? Can you stop? Oh, sorry. That's, yeah. Hilarious. I know it's frustrating at the time, but hilarious. So, yeah, let me know your thoughts on that video. Is it the best of the year so far in your eyes? I Is that a, a, a rhetorical question? I don't know. But damn good start to the year. Got to say that. And then finally, I wanted to give some shine to this dude because he was the victim of getting cut. You know, getting on the, the, the cutting room floor, as they say, last minute. Of course, because I wanted to talk about the Dwindle News and Bill Weiss. But Mikey Patrick's We're Proud of You is a must-must-see. Uh, not only did the dude kill it, but he also battled back after three years of knee problems. There's a great interview online, uh, so I'll see if I can include it as well. Dude battled to get back on the board. So good job, Mikey. I am proud of you too, man. I'm very proud of you. Three years is a long time to be off the board and to deal with just the mental and just physical, just you know, rehab. So bravo, Mikey. But make sure you go check this out. Check it out, you know, three or four or nine times. It's it's a great video. Trust me. But that's all I got for today. My voice is pretty much going to be gone soon. I'm going to get some tea. I appreciate you tuning in as usual, and I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>